0: Tell me you love me. I need a good laugh. I'm only water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? I've got a new friend. A perfect stranger. He's got a bullet.
1: time welcome to the nooner show with jay dubs and denise brennan nelson we're broadcasting live from the podcast detroit studios in Rock and royal oak michigan yeah. you can find us at podcastdetroit.com what time is it? it's nooner time somebody bring me a mirror
0: It's happy spring. Happy spring hump day. This is our first yes. Wednesday
2: for spring. I know. I know. It's when exciting. was spring Tuesday? Monday?
0: I think Monday. Monday. Yeah.
2: Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> Go outside and you hear the birds. I know. I it's just beautiful. love it.
0: We had such a good winter, though. No one should be complaining. Yeah. Except Nobody, for those of us who like to ski and didn't get to this year. Yeah. Well, that's not me. So,
2: <laughs> I'm I'm excited about uh, spring and uh-huh. summer.
0: Well, there's 91 days until summer. So.
2: Oh, and that's my favorite season. I know. What's your favorite?
0: I like them all. I, li- I like Michigan for the reason that we have four seasons. So. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's I can good. can find something yeah. fun for every season. So
2: Yeah. I'm, I mean, I can too. Yeah. Um The winter, it's just stay in the house,
0: <laughs> not go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, and complain.
2: <laughs> that's always fun. Uh, but all right, so summer, 91 days,
0: you said? Yeah.
2: God, it still seems like a long time, but. Yeah, it kind of does, but. What's on your bucket list?
0: Um. Well, I'm I'm going on tour this summer.
2: Yeah, I really know. About, so, so I have to um, get another co-host <laughs> just for to fill
0: bit. in. So, yeah, so I'm yeah. really excited about that. Are you excited? I am. I'm K-Ka, really excited, dude. How cool I is know, that? We're not going to give all the details. So oh, we're not. I, no, okay. But, yeah, we we'll hitting the road this summer, so I'm really excited about that. Yeah, that's
2: gonna be fun. Yeah.
0: And uh, what about you? What do you have on your bucket list for the summer? Um,
2: you know what? I don't really do a bucket list. It's kind of like New Year's goals for me. I mean, it's the same really as the same thing I made up my mind to do last year, mm-hmm. which is, you know i'm I'm sort of following uh, Shonda Rhine's book, The Year of Yes, mm. and I'm just carrying that on, you oh, know cool. continuing to just go out and network and do things that take me out of my comfort zone.
0: yeah, you've got that um. The cool thing for the DMAs tonight. Tonight,
2: yeah, Yeah. it's uh, voting on the videos, the music videos, and that. Is that
0: what that was? I wasn't sure. I knew you were going, but I wasn't Mm -hmm. sure what it was for. Yeah,
2: and it's it's a fundraiser. I mean, obviously Uh, to support the. Yeah, it is. It's really cool. Actually, I've never gone to this. I've gone Mm -hmm. to some of the other fundraisers. And it's always just fun it's a great networking and you're supporting such a cool event so yeah. um, and this is open to the public only the registered members can vote, but anybody cool. can go it's it's just a five dollar cash donation and uh, That's really cool. you get to watch some of the videos that are being nominated and um
0: a lot of good things.
2: Yeah, and that's going to be in Royal Oak at the Imagine Theater and I think it's I believe it starts at 6:30. So, um oh. so that's happening tonight. So I'm going to that and then Friday night. Yeah,
0: we've got the Dick Wagner Remember the Child Remor- Memorial. Yes, um, concert. Which, yep,
2: And that's at uh, Motor City Casino yep. Soundboard and That's and, this um, Friday. That's this Friday. So,
0: yeah, that's a great cause, too. They um They donate all of the proceeds to go to music therapy programs in hospitals. Yeah, Um, for
2: kids in hospitals, which I think is really cool. And if you read some of the stories that they have on their Facebook page, um, it's just, you know... uh,
0: He was such a cool guy until... Carry yeah. on his legacy in this way is really Yeah. Really
2: well, One, cool. he's always, he always did different things. Mm-hmm. You know, he was always about giving, um, back, giving back throughout his whole career, yeah. which was really cool. And what's great is, you know, Detroit is the only place they host it right now. I mean, yeah, it probably so will cool. grow eventually and, and go elsewhere because they, they do get, they do fill up here. Mm-hmm. Um, but like last year, I think it was, or the year before, they donated, yeah. I think like 20,000, maybe even more wow. to Batford Hospital. And, wow. and on, on top of, um, um, instruments for yeah. kids too, you know. In addition to that, mm-hmm. so it's a great event, and they have like thirty, about thirty phenomenal performers. So, yeah, and the ticket incredible. prices are from twenty five dollars to seventy five dollars. I mean, to me, it's like you're making a donation for such a cool cause. So it's almost like a free concert yeah, to and watch. Everyone
0: donates their time. Exactly, for for such a great thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so,
2: cool. and Susan Michelson will be in town yep. for that. So
0: that'll be exciting.
2: Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. I'm just carrying on the year of yes. Cool. And so you're going to go on tour.
0: Yep. I'm going on tour. Mm-hmm. I'd love. To, I'd love to do a Euro trip again. I think Olivia and I might go to Italy. Oh, really? If, yeah. If, uh, if our family comes in town, we might go back. We're trying to
2: swing it. You should try and perform there. Oh, I'd love that. That'd be so Would cool. Would the band, go. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Uh, If I paid for it, they'd probably (laughs) go. Well, if you pay, I'll go. Yeah. I I won't perform. (laughs) But
2: um, anyway, so speaking of bucket list.
0: Yeah. Well, our guest is actually living out something that I would do. I know. Which I'm really excited to get into this. So So let's get into that right now. Let's get into it.
2: It's our favorite segment. What's the wish? What's the way? What's in the way? I love the chimes. (laughs) This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented and gutsy individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring.
0: Our guest today is a Michigan State grad with a Bachelor of Science degree in dietetics. Her growing interest in complete well-being prompted her to study deeper and explore medicine at its roots. Today, Shannon Amore is going to tell us how she took the leap of faith to start her own business specializing in holistic, non-invasive plant and client-centered healing therapies. Welcome to the show, Shannon. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for being here. So I'm super excited to have you on because I'm a musician, but if I ever went back to school... I think what you're doing is what I would go into. So I I live on that side of the tracks a little bit more than yeah. That's good um, to hear. You know, I, I might know. go back into music. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll trade. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us, in our listeners, exactly what it is that you do.
3: Well, um, I practice naturopathy, and that is a host of many different holistic disciplines, and not every naturopath is going to be practicing all of them. So it, it can be um, difficult to really for people to really understand what I do. but it's basically um, mostly nutrition herbs, um, natural natural therapies like hydrotherapy, um, different like hot and cold therapies, things like that. And massage is included in that. Um, energy medicine, which some people get really into with the energy part. Some people don't. Um, there's Reiki. There's polarity. There's um, therapeutic touch. There's a lot of different types of energy healing. Um, there's flower essences, which is another part of energy medicine where you're taking the essence of a plant and applying that to whatever um, you know therapeutic approach you want to take. And uh, I think... I think that's pretty much the the large scope, and then everybody else has kind of their their own personal, like, intuitive approach. Mm-hmm. Um, different things that they've decided to incorporate into their practice. So it's it's a wide scope, and I generally stick to um, mostly nutrition, herbs, um, some natural therapies. I do a little bit of energy work, and I am a massage therapist as well. I generally do more of a therapeutic approach than. Than a whole body um you know relaxation type of massage i i'm more into like reflexology and and um like connective tissue work so
0: so how does this so when people come to you Mm -hmm. what are the main things that they come to you for um like do they come to you because they have a health issue do they come to you because they're just trying to make a lifestyle change like what are the bulk of your clients coming to you a
3: lot of different people who come to me and for the most part, i found people who say, I've gone to the doctor, I've gone to a lot of different doctors, and I can't seem to um, get better. And so then they finally decided I'm going to look somewhere else. And that's the bulk of the people that I get, people who have been through a lot of different medical approaches um, and just can't seem to get relief. And they're like, I'll do anything at this point. And wow. I wish that people would start With us, Mm -hmm, and then you know, try other things. But it it generally seems to be at at least at this point, people who have kind of gone backwards to um, this just isn't working. I need to find something. I've heard that you take, you know, more of a natural approach. I think I'm more into natural things now. Um, People are more and more becoming more aware of natural healing and the ways plants can help us and diet changes and just different lifestyle approaches that can help. And it's, it's, it's a great field right now because there's so much growing interest.
2: Now, when you went to uh, Michigan state, Mm -hmm. did you, was this part of the program or or was this? uh... No, that was
3: a separate, that was where I started. Um, I actually originally wanted to go into art education and I was doing that at first and I kind of became discouraged, you know, maybe there wasn't going to be a lot of jobs for me and I was always really interested in nutrition. Uh, my family, you know, we were always home cooking meals and nutrition okay. was a big thing so in my you family. So you did
2: have that as a foundation. Yeah, nutrition, nutrition. I I was, was always a
3: foundation. That. So yeah, I, I guess that is where it kind of started okay. with nutrition. Learning um human nutrition is what I you know, got a degree in and dietetics. and um through working in in that field, I started realizing that there was more that I could do for people. I felt like clinical um dietetics was a little bit limiting after a while i I read that in your um mm-hmm.
2: your your blog page that you said it was limited, but in in which way, like what did you think? Why was it limited?
3: Mostly because, um, when you're working in a large organization, which is where a lot of clinical dietitians start, um, there's only so much you can do. And because you're dependent on the type of food system that is with—I was in a hospital and a rehab center and a nursing home. And you're limited to what they can provide for the people, which I found was not what was actually helping people. It wasn't healing them. Um, Because it was very processed food, and we had a budget of maybe a dollar fifty for each resident, things like that. So, Mm -hmm. and you're limited by what's what the medical practice will accept in whatever whoever you're working for. Dietitians can't accept um, insurance unless a medical doctor um, prescribes the treatment for two. diseases, which is diabetes and chronic kidney disease, wow. we're currently working on obesity as being mm-hmm. um, another, but that, that would incorporate so many people that it just hasn't happened yet. So we are limited within having a doctor recommend our therapy and then being oh. able to take insurance. So right now, you know, I don't accept insurance and mm-hmm. I have private pay and that also limits me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you see that changing, though? I see that changing. Um, massage therapists can accept insurance, so if you oh. you know you can get creative, but then there's yeah you know you have to make sure that you're diagnosing properly, and and that can get really hard because natural therapy you're not you we're not allowed to diagnose disease. It's it's um, pretty much patented through the medical system. Only a medical doctor can diagnose disease and treat it and cure it. So we. We have to find our own language, okay. and that is another barrier because people don't always understand it. Right, and they don't know who to look for, and they don't know what to say. They don't. I have this disease. Are you going to be able to cure it? Well, I don't cure disease. I don't work with disease, but I can strengthen your body. And so, we have to find another route to wow, to to help people understand mm-hmm. what we do.
0: Wow, wow that is it's uh, it's so weird because I feel like you know after we. We did the research and looked and, you know, so much of what you're doing has been done for so many thousands of years. And it's just mm-hmm. kind of going back to those things that it's like, it's weird for me to say, you know, the difference between traditional medicine when it seems like what you do is truly really more medicine, traditional. You know, yeah. when you look yeah. back at but the history books, it's, right. you know, it's, it's really like you're bringing back something that was done and worked for so many thousands uh-huh. of When did years it change then? So like bizarre. When did we get uh, away from all that? The history
3: of medicine. Um, a book I really like is called um, Woman as Healer, and it kind of has a pretty good history of medicine and where it kind of started getting off from natural medicine. I would say it happens around 1300s to 1600s is when it really started becoming people were um, making more they called them alchemists and they were making um, all sorts like all, all sorts of different um, I guess extracts of you could take bones you could take um, plant matter you could take pretty much anything and they were making um, plant extracts of these things and it was basically just experimenting and um, then they started finding approaches that were a little bit more more costly and it it seemed to take the route of what was going to make people more money is what ended up becoming more mainstream. And then there's a whole, like the witch trial, it goes into the witch trials, Mm -hmm. like how they were actually um, murdering a lot of natural healers and things like that. It's, it's quite a history, but that's a great book. If you really want to look into (laughs) what happened and a lot of it had to do with Christianity and um, Mm -hmm. you know, they were for a while the, the only people actually allowed to heal people it's it's a it's it's complicated yeah
2: <laughs> i guess so when did you yeah. decide to venture off and you know leave your uh, secure job environment with your mm-hmm. steady paycheck and go off and do your own thing cuz it's pretty risky what you're yeah. doing anyway you it know it was
3: june of 2013 <laughs> When my my last days of um, I was working in a nursing home and I was a clinical nutritionist, a clinical dietitian, and I had already started decreasing my days and it was just really wearing on me. Um, I really started to feel that I wasn't truly helping people. I was more just following the rules and. Um, we would do nutrition assessments, which, which is a lot of calculating people's calorie needs, protein needs, fluid requirements, things like that, and making sure that we were meeting those people's needs. Um, it really felt like I was forcing food down people's throats eventually. And I just, I just, um, I couldn't do it anymore. I was, I was coming home unhappy. I was like, this isn't for me, you know, it's for some people and that's okay. Like. I'm not trying to criticize it. Right. But it just it wasn't for me and um I wasn't practicing what I was preaching. And that became just really hard because I wouldn't even eat the food at this you know, yeah. this, um nursing home anymore. So I felt like a hypocrite and um I had already started practicing natural medicine at that point. I was going to school for that and that really helped me kind of get out of it because I was doing all of these um the way we the the school that I went to, the naturopathic school for the healing arts, it's in Ann Arbor. It was a really experiential program. We were able to do all of the treatments on ourselves. And you were, like the first year was des- designed to pretty much pull you into the system by you experience all this for yourself. Wow. And so mm-hmm. that was really life changing. Everybody in the program had either quit their jobs or... Got a divorce or oh my some gosh. huge wow, life really? changes? I mean, wow. it, it was just like it's. It was really life changing. So that was. I just. I. I knew I couldn't be there anymore, and I. I wanted to start my own practice. So. Wow. You know, and yeah. so, what did you do
2: then? Put together like a business plan, or I mean, did you know what you wanted your business to be about, or how did you? Yeah, and how were you going to um, get clients? And.
3: Yeah. I, I started um, a blog, and I kind of started there. I did a lot of um, advertising through um, like social media, and I started an Etsy shop. Yes, which was because I, I about make that. yeah, I make my own um, products. And okay, if so you want to get into your gift, all, maybe you, our, you can see have what's a in gift there back here. Or and actually,
2: I it. did check out your Etsy store, uh, and I was going to ask you. So those are your products? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Uh, and what name is the uh, store under? Dandelion people? Botanics. Okay, Dandelion Botanics. Mm-hmm. And um, people can order these. You have a nice store. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't sure if you made those or if, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, what do we have?
3: That is the Mint Chocolate Kiss Tea. Oh, oh wow. And that is oh, kind of a coffee cho- substitute. Oh, and really? And it, it has cocoa nibs in it and mint and gotu cola and some other herbs, and it um, helps with energy. But it also tastes a little bit like coffee. Oh, nice! And it smells wonderful. Mint chocolate
2: kiss tea. <laughs> That's what I need. And what's that one?
0: This is flower power. Oh,
2: you just oh flower power.
0: Relaxing digestive Wait, tucky. tea. Nobody can mm-hmm. hear you. <laughs> so it's relaxing digestive tea. Oh. Yeah. So nice. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm thank so you. Those
2: are great. So, um, and what else do you have on your store?
3: I um. For a while, I was making creams, but I haven't had a whole lot of time to do that. Um, Natural-based creams, mostly out of coconut oil and shea butter, and I have a um, herbal oil. I take either olive oil or um, some other kind of oil, pretty much whatever I can get my hands on, and um, I I put the herbs inside of it, and I have it sit in the sunlight for. About eight weeks, usually, and it pulls all of the herbal you know essence out into the oil, and I use those in a lot of my creams and that's what really makes them powerful
0: wow.
2: and so let's talk about um your eating habits at mm-hmm. home I mean you're sure. married and mm-hmm. you have a little girl two year old mm-hmm. little girl and was that a transformation for the family or had, you know as far as cooking and sure. what Like, how did your did your husband come from that same type of
3: background, or? Well, um, it it was a process of changing our habits, really, and I was always really conscious of health. You know, um, I would say maybe since my late uh, twenties of nutrition. You know, because I went to school for it, so I was always you know cooking pretty good food, and but we it's it's a gradual process of just continuing to take things out of it continuing to change what you do and it just kind of rubs off on people i've found because a lot of my family members have started to adopt these behaviors and my husband was 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 He's pretty much he's supported me very well, so okay. he was always kind of like, I'll do whatever you're doing, and that was easy. Oh, that's great. Because it, he wasn't like, I'm not going to eat that. You, yeah. know, you just make me the meat and potatoes. He's right. not like that. <laughs> so it was easier. I can imagine that if it was a different way, it would have been a lot harder. Like I've worked with people where they're like, my husband won't eat anything I eat, right. and, and that that is a whole other process of... You're going to have to do your own thing, and and that can can be really hard, and that's definitely a setback for some people. But it was was never like—it just seemed pretty easy for us for some reason. Well, it's not as easy with my um, daughter, though. No. No? No. (laughs) Because she doesn't like to eat— wonderful food anymore. She was really good as a baby. Mm-hmm. She would eat like avocados and just like mashed banana and she would eat like I used to make her actually liver and she would eat that. Really? And, um now she's a lot pickier. <laughs> and I think it's because she has been exposed to so many other things now. Right. We we kind of took we we didn't expose her to a lot of things in maybe like the first 18 months and then she started going to daycare and you know now she likes the crackers and all of these right. things and so she's she's really into like the grains and, and crackers and but you know she'll still eat like bananas and she'll still eat fruit and she eats at least we give her the organic things and, right. and stuff like that but it can be hard because you have to make a whole nother meal or and also right. just to have that time right. to really go and prepare all the food so I do have a lot of shortcuts <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm kind of like the queen of shortcuts and how to like Eat healthy, even if you don't have a lot of time or you oh, don't have a great. lot of money. And yeah. I, I kind of think of myself as like a naturopath for the modern world because I'm not gonna. Yeah, I, I, I meet people where they are because not everyone is gonna be able to cook quinoa and you know stir fried vegetables and right. you know things like that. They're not they're not all gonna have a source of a farm where they get all of their meats and and dairy and things like that. So you just have to meet people where they are and go from there so what if
2: somebody comes to you and let's say that they're not um they there's nothing wrong they just want to um you know start eating healthier sure. what how do you go about it what do you do like do you do a consultation do yeah
3: you, cons- i have assessment forms that okay. i have people fill out um and i i do a lot of uh constitutional medicine where you 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 kind of um figure out what kind of person you're working with because it's really important to know who you're working with before you can actually start helping them change themselves. And And I have to be very clear that I'm not changing somebody, they're changing themselves. And once people really understand that I'm more of a facilitator than like a direct care worker, um, it's it's easier because it's really empowering, too, because I see, I see the transformation of people, you know, who give me the, you know, whatever you want me to do, I'll do to, look, I ended up making my own herb today, you know, oh, so wow. it's it's a real nice yeah. process. But yeah, people fill out forms, and um, I'll do like a physical evaluation, and it's generally like an hour and a half to two hours the first visit, and we really, really get into what these people are like, what they do, how they live. And um, that's the easiest way to figure out a plan to really know who you're working with.
2: Yeah, because doesn't everything really go back to um, like how people feel about themselves mentally, you sure. know? And, and there's a lot of and that. What's going on in their life. Mm-hmm. That, Definitely. You know, because I always think of, like, for example, um, obesity. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm always on a diet, <laughs> yeah. and it's you know when when things are great, I I I feel good and I don't eat. But you know when I'm you know stressed out or something, that's the mm-hmm. first thing I do is find that comfort food. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah,
3: it's it's figuring out where people's weaknesses are, yeah, and what. And if you're gonna, you know, narrow in on food, um, what are some foods they have the hardest time giving up? And how can I provide some kind of substitute that's going to be easy and affordable for people to be able to make that change? And, I, you know, it's going to take a long time. And I let people know this isn't going to happen in just a few months. I have people I've been working with for four years. I was going say finally yeah. starting to really change, and it takes so long. And a lot of people do give up in the middle of it, and you know that's that's how it is, and that's that's okay. But the people who really stick to it are the ones who make the best changes and get the most gains from from the program. And I don't really. It's however people want to work with with me is yeah. how I'm going to work with them. I visit a lot of people at their homes. That's what I read, too, and that you
2: actually go through their um, pantries yeah. <laughs> and yeah. see what and they I'll have.
3: help them prepare something if that's what they need or go shopping with them if they want to go shopping. And aren't
2: a lot of the labels, though, misleading, too? Because um, when things say low-fat or fat-free, mm-hmm. um, that's something I read, too, that, you know, you think you're doing the right thing or you're mm-hmm. looking for the, you know,
3: yeah, it's best to just go to the ingredients. That's what I tell everybody. Just forget everything else and go to the ingredients. What is actually in this food? And um, I, I, I'm big on the real food approach. There's you know a whole host of people you know preaching real food. I just eat real food, and I think that's a good place to start because you'll start um, eliminating a lot of the really processed ingredients. That what is you know, real tend- food? Real food is, you know, healthy meat that was raised properly, um, food that was grown from the ground, um, something that was least processed. So something that, you know, didn't, you know, most stuff that came in a box or a bag or can, you know, that's not generally what I would consider real food. I think if you take that approach of just eating um, food that was least processed, least heated, least added chemicals added colorings things like that you're going to be really you're going to do really well just doing that and then so taking that as kind of a base and then adding on to that with other things that you can do will 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 be life changing
2: yeah and what about from a financial point of view
3: mhm well it's it can be really hard to afford the the good food if you have a financial budget um, that's limiting in you know the food department and a lot of people um, do have that problem. I, I actually worked with some people for a while who um, were—they had some kind of serious disability from a car accident. Mm. And I worked with a, a fitness company that wanted a dietitian going to other people's houses for a while and helping with their program. And they were limited to whatever. Um, Medicare was going to cover. And that generally wasn't very good quality food. But you do the best you can. You say, look at this can. Is it free of food coloring? Does it have like low salt content? Like, look at this, um, you know, bag of food. If if it has a bunch of ingredients that you've never heard of, you know, try to find one that just has food ingredients. So you you can work with any budget. Um, you might not get the best results, but you're going to you're going to do better.
2: Yeah. But you know what does surprise me is how many people do go out to eat all the time on a regular basis, Mm because I would imagine that that adds up.
3: Yeah, that's definitely one of my weaknesses. And I definitely have a lot of those weaknesses, too. So I think um, being honest with, you know, what... A big part of working with people is is getting them to be honest with me because some people are um, afraid to say certain things or they're embarrassed of what they actually do. And I just let people know that the more honest you are with me about what you're actually doing, the better I can help you. Right. And so, yeah, some people have have told me they go out to eat a lot and I'll just name some restaurants that might be healthier. Well, can you eat here or if you're only getting fast food, can you eat a salad? You know, can you do the baked potato? You know, something like that as little simple steps that you can take if that's really what you're going right. to be able to do. If you're not going to be able to take a hard boiled egg or, you know, eat Lara bars, you know, something like yeah. that that's simple and easy. Um, if you can't take cashews with you, you know, things like that.
2: I would think, though, that if you even just limited the amount of eating out, and spent that money on good food, mm-hmm. you know, th- that right there, you're going to be ahead. A lot of,
3: a lot of people um, don't want to take the time um, to prepare food. It's yeah. sometimes more time and energy than the actual cost or, you right. know, so showing them. So you just have to figure out again, you know, what these people are going to accomplish. Um, but there, there are ways to go out and eat and still eat um, pretty good. You so know? what are
0: the first steps for like, you know, like a family like us for to go and say, OK, we're going to make this lifestyle change as a as a family for, you know, for health reasons and all these other things. What are the first steps we take, you know, as as well, uh, just normal everyday <laughs> just people who want to food, just Food-wise? food in general? Yeah, just food in general,
3: because I feel like I would say, I what do you have in and, your kitchen? <laughs> And, um, read the ingredients, forget about the labels. And if you find that there's real food <laughs> in the ingredients, like it's, it's, um, actual like, um, grains that you've heard of or vegetables that you've heard of. And it's not like chemical sounding or it, it doesn't sound like, you know, something that was made in the lab or there's no colorings added to it, um, I like to stay away from GMOs and, um, try to eat organic whenever I can. So just looking at what you have and just getting rid of it, if it doesn't follow any of those rules, I think is, is a good start. Um, maybe you can find a farm that's local. I know, Mm -hmm. um, my family co-op is a really good farm and they end up, um, they come to you like they have trucks where they, they drop off food to you and there's locations all over Michigan. There's definitely one in Royal Oak. And, um, you know, get to know where your food comes from is really important. So that's a, that's a good start to go to a farm. So it's
0: just like a very overwhelming...
3: It is really you know, it's, overwhelming, it's so it's doing about, one you know, little thing at a time. Yeah. So just take yeah. A step yeah. Today step. we're just going to throw out the bad food. You know, tomorrow maybe we would, we'll start eating a banana. Yeah.
0: <laughs> We'd all yeah. be starving today. No.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't have to throw it out. You can say, "Well, I'm going to stop eating this in two months." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As long as you have some kind of process that you're working on, you know, it'll help you. And and once you start the small things they eventually lead into the bigger things because it becomes easier and you, you can actually see how it's helping you right? Um, to actually, when people actually start making the changes is when they actually realize how much better they feel. And then they'll, they'll just be more comfortable with listening to you a little bit more. And that's why it's a, it's yeah. a process.
2: Huh? Well, I, um, I kind of think it, it sort of goes with, um, you know, the immediate gratification and we're, obviously with everything in life we Mm -hmm. were in that kind of society if you don't see the change right away we we tend to give up Mm -hmm. you know and i think it's but it seems like because we've had a few um like yoga instructors on and it just Mm -hmm. seems like people are moving more that way Mm -hmm. like even to to cure things like depression and um well, obesity and uh, mm-hmm. what else? Anxiety. Yeah, mm-hmm. it seems to be a big one. Mm-hmm. Is that something that, um, like, do you have people that come to you and say, you know, I have a problem with depression or mm-hmm. I have a problem with anxiety, well, it's it's a mental health issues? One sure. of the things that I I, I learned um, th- these last couple of years having kids in college is just how many young kids. Um, are on medication for yeah. depression. It's like, what are you depressed it about?
3: It's really shocking. It really is. Like, what happened? I don't know. It's, it's like a multifactorial problem, and there's there's a lot of reasons for it. But I, I do have people who come to me and say things like that, um, and I have to let them know that, you know, I don't cure disease, and I, I don't treat disease. Um, I don't even diagnose it. But once you start... Once you start leading yourself into a healthier direction, most things are going to start going away. It doesn't matter what it is. Like if you um strengthen the body, if you focus on nutrition, if you focus on what really makes you happy in life and um you know, just getting a little bit more exercise here and there. There's and maybe being open to herbs um you can start taking, you know, you can start decreasing medications and you have to work with your medical practitioner if you're going to try to start eliminating certain medications because it can be very important to really monitor certain levels. You know, it depends on what, what the medication is. And it's harder to work with people herbally until they've at least been, you know, working with their doctor to say, I- "I'm trying to get off this medication. Is this herb going to interact with well, whatever how did, medication?" How do doctors
2: on? feel about that?
3: Well, it, it's hard because they don't know about it most of the mm-hmm. time. So, um, most most medical doctors don't, but some do. I've, there's there's some ones who know a lot about holistic healing, and there's actually a lot of programs now geared towards medical training. Um, with regard to alternative medicine. And it's it's it can be difficult but working with the doctor is important, like actually calling them and being like, you know, we have a, a patient in common and this is what oh, okay. they want to do and um they're interested in in maybe tapering their medication and I was going to trial this herb with them, you know, to start and kind of get their opinion on it, mm-hmm. and it's it's important to really communicate with the medical professionals because then they can see you better. You know, the, yeah. they'll they'll start learning about what what the options are. I've had nurses call me and say, um, uh, "We have a patient in common, and she has congestive heart failure, and she doesn't want to take her." Um, blood pressure medication anymore and you got to tell her that she can't do that. And (laughs) I've had that happen to me. And I I said, well, this woman doesn't want to be on the medication and I didn't tell her to get off of it. You know, I, I said, um, you know, please work with your, your doctor and, you know, go, go that route because I can't really advise on medications, but it was her choice to stop taking the medication and I had the nurse telling me that I was doing something wrong about it. And I said, I, I didn't tell her to stop taking this medication. Sure. So it's 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 a hard process because you do have that. Um, you do have people in it. A, a lot of people in the medical system think that this is the way it is and this is how it's got to be. And you have to follow this program and it's your medication. You have to take this medication. And, right. When you have people coming to you, it's like, I I feel bad on this medication. I I don't want to take it. And you're kind of in this pickle because you can't tell them not to take it anymore. And you can't say that you know anything about it because I don't know about these medications. I was not trained about what exactly these medical, you know, medications do. I have a pretty good idea from my, um, you know, clinical practice. I've Mm -hmm. seen lots of people on different medications and um, but. That's a definitely a barrier, and people—it's confusing to people. Um, but so, the, the the fact was, she didn't want to be on them, and she stopped taking them. And she and did? she was fine. Really? So, <laughs> yeah, well, she was fine. Wow. And that that was just the reality of it. But you get—it's. I think it's changing to where it's becoming more patient centered. Yeah. Versus, you have to do everything I tell you. Right. Because people aren't doing that anymore. People aren't just saying, I'm going to take this medication because my doctor told me to, and I, and I don't know what it's for, but I'm going to do it. I people are candidate of that. <laughs> asking questions
0: more. Well, people I are. Take um, anything my
2: doctor I mean, they're, me. they're smart. They can look it up. They have access to information today. So mm-hmm. they, they, they can educate themselves. So right. it's probably, I'm sure that has a lot to do with it, too. Um, now, I know you said you don't diagnose people. Mm-hmm. But do you mean you don't use that word? I mean, because how can you prescribe if you don't?
3: Well, I don't prescribe medications.
2: Okay, no, I don't mean prescribe, okay. but recommend herbs. Like, sure, how do you? Sure. What kind of program do you or put do them you on? Do you work with well, supplements? Is
3: well, I, I can re- I work with some supplements? There's some supplements that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I diagnose in a different way. Okay. People are used to medical diagnosis. You have this disease and, you know, it has a name and here it is. We find weaknesses and strengths in the body. So um, maybe your cardiovascular system is your weakness, you know, but you have a strong digestive system, you know. So we look at the body as a whole and figure out where the problems lie and where the strengths are, and then that's how I help somebody to decide what herbs, what you know, nutrition program, what body work you might want to try. Um, if there's other practitioners you may want to go to, maybe some acupuncture would help or okay. chiropractors. And just go from there. You're, you're trying to balance the body, basically, and strengthen the body to heal itself. Um, so it's, it's really important to know people's weaknesses and strengths because everyone has a different set of weaknesses and strengths. Um, some people's, um, y- you just have to learn what kind of person, like, like I'm saying again, you have to learn what kind of person you're dealing with. Yeah. And you don't need to know the diseases, you just need to know um, what body systems work well, what body systems are needing a boost. Do you think that,
2: that in most cases, people can heal themselves?
3: yeah I do I really versus getting feel that way. Um,
2: antibiotics or uh, yeah it or definitely depends chemo on or you know everything the degree
3: mm-hmm. of you know how serious the situation is and how resilient that person is um where where is their vitality how much strength do they have to overcome whatever is going on and um is there anything that is strong enough to, you know, get over whatever situation. They so,
2: have. is it like mental toughness? Is that sort of it's, what you're um, talking about? Or
3: it can be mental like willpower tough- toughness. And- yeah, it can be willpower and how motivated are are they? It's definitely important. Um, what resources do they have to be able to accomplish what needs to be done? Um, what strengths do they have in their body? How physically strong are they? Um, And go from there, you know, a lot of it is going to be working with a medical professional and also utilizing natural therapy or some people don't want to do that. They want to try to completely do everything natural and that's okay too. It might take longer Mm -hmm. Um, and the results are slower. If you're going to do all natural medicine, you might not see results right away that are, you know, very astonishing but you're going to say small incremental changes that you're, you know, going to start showing, you know, it'll it'll start proving to yourself that you can do it, and that can be really motivational. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
2: Well, you know, it's interesting because um, this I knew I knew Rocky was going to absolutely <laughs> love you and love this because mm-hmm. she's, you know, she's pretty educated um, in in this field. Um, and i 'm not <laughs> uh but when I started doing research, it really fascinated me because i I started thinking about you know there's so many things that we do that we know aren't good, you know i mean That's i okay, uh, yeah <laughs> I occasionally smoke, and i mean there's just a lot of things that we do that aren 't good, and so it doesn't see, it doesn't scare us until we go to the doctor and then mm-hmm. they tell you there's something wrong, and then all of a sudden.
0: It's like there's a panic.
2: Yeah, there's a panic. It's like, why am I panicking if I, I knew what I was doing wasn't right anyway? Uh-huh. But it does seem to be like a whole mindset, you know, and mm-hmm. and I, one of the things that I read when I was researching you is how happiness and health go hand in hand.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, they're not two separate things. Like if you're searching for happiness, you might want to look at your
3: health. Mm hmm. Yeah, there's um, a woman that I'm working with right now, and she just told me that last week. She said, you know, I just feel like I'm in a better mood. You know, she started, you know, eliminating sugar and, you know, increasing how many vegetables she's eating, and she's going like a whole no-grain approach. That's, That's what she felt was best for her. You know, I presented a whole bunch of different things she could do, and she decided that was probably something she could try. And she is actually... Getting off of her insulin and wow. you know taking she's not taking her um, diabetes medication anymore because her blood sugars are normal, and she said, "I just my mood feels better. Is that possible?" And I was just <laughs> like, "Well, when you start feeling better, you're gonna yeah. your mood's gonna be better, and right. that's a biochemical thing too. So you're changing what's happening in your body. You're changing the actual physiology of the body." and biochemical reactions are different now because you're you're putting different substances in your body and you're not putting other th- substances into your body. So yeah, that everything's connected. The mind is connected to the physical body, right. it's connected to the emotional self and you try to work with people on all levels. So
0: How many people is do you find most of your clients are people who have exhausted all options or are they people who want to stay ahead of the curve? You know, it, it is a mix of both because um, I have people who
3: have, you know, I have, I'm working with a 85 year old who never in her life wanted to take medications. And then she fell and she um, broke her hip. And then she was in um, a rehab facility for a while. And they, they put her on all these medications when she was in that facility. Um, they, they, they gave her all these, new diagnosis that she had never had in her life or never had to worry uh-huh. about. And um, so she naturally decided she didn't want to do that because she was used to, yeah. you know, the living without medications. And and then, yeah, I have people who, um, well, there, there's a woman who came to me who, who had um, <clears throat> like chronic pain and fibromyalgia, some things like that, and... She was like, nothing's working for me. I've been to a lot of doctors. I still feel horrible. And um she was really benefiting from body work and massage. So yeah, you get you get a whole host of different people, but it, it's usually on It's usually either the people who are very comfortable with it to start with, and that's just Mm -hmm. how their lifestyle is. Or you get a lot of people who are like, I just, I can't, find. there's nothing else for me. I can't get any help. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm exhausted. Well, we do
2: have to do a shout out to Joe, Brian. I think he's (laughs) listening today because um, he's, the hi Joe, Um, the founder of Ninja, by the way. Mm -hmm. One of the spice spice. guys, we like to call him.
3: (laughs) We use it at. All of our family gatherings. Oh, yeah. We, we
2: do, too. And it's um, um, my husband calls it the new pepper. Yeah, So mm-hmm. um, a little bit hotter. Yeah. Li- just, a yeah bit. just a little bit. No, it's good. Um, but he that's how I learned about you actually yeah. is, you know, I, apparently he um, went to you for, you know, yeah, I don't want he, to get into what he went to you for, but mm-hmm. um, and then he started telling me about it in in the recommendations that you made in mm-hmm. in the uh, the transformation that happened with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was just fascinating.
3: It, I love hearing stories like that. Oh I just, yeah, that's what I love to hear when people are like, you know, the doctor's telling me everything's fine, and they don't usually see this, and you know. Um, Yeah, that's what I I love to hear that. I I've had people call me and just tell me what they've been doing. I haven't even been working with this person, but I I work. You know, just out of the blue, a random person would call me and say, um, you know, I was diagnosed with um, a a woman. I'm thinking of. She was diagnosed with. Uterine cancer, and oh, wow. she it was it was stage four. Oh wow! And she didn't know what she was going to do, and um, she was doing some research on her own. She wasn't really comfortable using a lot of the medical treatments. It was just her choice, and she um, started taking turmeric, like fresh turmeric, like two inches of it, three times a day. She would just eat it, and she said, "And I stopped bleeding, and things are getting better." And um, I heard that it's just, that's I love like the miracle
2: or the the yeah. cure for cancer right there i've i've heard that many times
3: yeah i mean you, you got to be careful when you say there's a cure for something right, so i right. i definitely right. you know stay away from saying things like that but turmeric is a very powerful root that has been shown to do a lot of things even in clinical studies they've taken fresh Turmeric and in a petri dish, they've had the HIV virus and watched it destroy the HIV virus. Wow! So it's, really? It's a strong, it's strong medicine. Yeah, and it's accessible and it's easy to get and it's cheap. And um, now, yeah. is that something
2: that if, if you if you don't have a disease or anything, that is that something you would just incorporate in your meal every day? Or yeah, no? you
3: could do that mm-hmm, just for just preventative. A, preventative, definitely. Wow. can Put it in soups. You know, you can sprinkle it on food. Um, it goes best with black pepper, is what the research says. It helps it um, increase its meta, you know, its mm-hmm. uh, therapeutic healing possibilities. So,
2: so if somebody comes to you, this is the kind of stuff you you do for them, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. you help them change this, sort of like a life coach in a way, maybe, yeah, right? Definitely. Okay, mm-hmm. so help it's,
3: people change their lifestyle to heal themselves, and you even uh, do grocery. Shopping What's something yeah. I heard. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I should send you with my kids. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a lot of people have questions about, tell me what this says and what does this mean and, you know, what product do you think is better?
2: Yeah. Um, okay, so tell us your site. How can people get a hold of you?
3: Well, you can go to my blog, um, reallyheal.blogspot.com, or on Facebook is a good way to get a hold of me. Um, just search Shannon Amori. N D R D. That's my business page. You, I've had people contact me through Etsy even. So if you want to go to my Etsy shop, and what's the um, Etsy Dandelion shop? Dandelion
2: Botanics. Dandelion Botanics. Mm-hmm. That and that is a great shop. Mm-hmm. I I went on that and I seriously thought, okay, maybe she is, um, you know, um, getting putting your name on somebody. You know what I'm saying? You, private uh-huh. labeling is what I thought. But the, these are oh, your no. products. Yeah, and, no, I make them. In their they're a
3: Some of that I even, you know, harvested myself, but I haven't had as much time for that anymore since my daughter was born. I just, yeah, I was, you know, I've been pretty much a stay-at-home mom most of the time, so it was hard to really do a lot of that. I used to go out into the wild and find herbs and dry them and then put them in my products. Oh wow!
2: Mm -hmm. And um, how long have you been in business for yourself now?
3: Um. Well. What is it, four years now almost? Good for you.
2: Yeah. So you're over the three year,
0: mm-hmm. the three
2: year hump. The three year hump there. <laughs> what advice would you give to somebody who is, you know, <coughs> listening to this and maybe has an idea of starting their own business, whatever it is. What would you say? I'd
3: just say listen to yourself and do what makes you happy and don't let other people distract you from that or discourage you.
2: Good good advice. Mm-hmm. And uh, what advice would you give to somebody who's listening and says, I, I want, I really want to do this. I want to try it. What should they do?
3: I think... Um, Contact you first. Yeah. Contact <laughs> you. I'll talk to you about it. I think looking for a good um, school to go to, you know, some training mm-hmm. um, would be good. Some kind of natural therapy program. Um, if you want to do natural naturopathy, um, there are two schools in Michigan that offer that. So I think, you know, if you're in Michigan, you want to do that. There's many of schools around the country for it. Um, I don't know. Start reading books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good way. Start yeah. actually trying the therapies yourself. I find, you know, I, I treat myself like a guinea pig. You know, when there's a new diet, I try it and make my own opinion about it. So, mm. Wow, well, that's
2: interesting. Mm-hmm. And with your blogs, um, can people message you or email mm-hmm. you from there yeah, if they want to? Yeah, you can they do that. To. The
3: email, I have a new email, so it might not be what is on my email? website. It's shannonamori, N-D, at gmail.com. And Amori so is
2: shannonamori, A-M-O-R-I. Yep, N-D. N-D.
3: Mm-hmm. Naturopathic Doctor. At gmail.com.
2: Okay. And we do have the links up on our page yep. too. So um, I, don't, I don't think we have your email up on our page, but we do have yeah, your. we have at, the other links. Yeah. It's yeah, okay. we yeah. Well, it's links. so easy so, now to yeah. get a hold yeah. of people. Yeah, so. Well, thank you so <laughs> yes, much for being so here. Thank you thank for having fantastic. me. Um, I need to make my appointment. Yeah, I know you will.
0: I know. Monday
3: and Wednesdays is when I'm available. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Mondays
2: and Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And um, any, anything else on your end? No, I'm I'm,
0: I really thought this was great.
2: Yeah, I did too. Um, and to do my favorite part now,
0: our fortune cookies. Our fortune cookies. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: but do you want to? Is there anything else you want to let people know about your business or the services you provide?
0: Mm,
3: I don't know. I think we did pretty good covering it. Yeah. Yeah. Just get a hold of me and let me know how you want to work, and
2: and it's so I'll personalized. That's what I like about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, and I, I, I have told
3: people to go to other people. So I'm not gonna if I if I feel like we're not a right fit, mm-hmm. I'm very upfront about it and honest, and I'll I'll give you recommendations to maybe somebody who I feel might be better.
2: That's fantastic. Oh, that is fantastic. Wow. Well, good luck to you with everything. I mean, Thank it you. sounds like uh, you're. Really right on the right path. You're doing yeah. what you're supposed to be doing. You found your calling.
3: Yeah, I think so. It makes me happy. So yeah, that's I'm fantastic. doing something right.
2: <laughs> and changing, changing the world, changing yep. the planet, one person at a time, right? <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, so, yeah, we're going to do our fortune cookies. Yep. And cookies we always nice. pick a song. And it was difficult because I was trying to – well, first of all, our sip on this today is um, – nooner wine (laughs) Uh, and we weren't going to have one that's why you have a bottled water in front of you because (laughs) uh, i i was asking joe and he said oh yeah yeah she loves to do shots and you know he's so sarcastic (laughs) that's not true i know (laughs) i know then i said seriously she does we were texting and then he said maybe when i was 23 yes it didn't end well (laughs) anyway so we are having wine Mm-hmm. Um, that's our sip on this today and we're going to have fortune cookies. And then we do have a, um, our song today is by Jack Johnson. I love Jack Johnson. Yeah. it's called gone. And it's, uh, I guess I, I don't really know cause I didn't listen to it. <laughs> I just looked up, uh, but it is a song about, um, you know, changing for the better and, and changing yourself to, mm-hmm. to eventually change the planet and everything else. So I thought, Oh, that's a perfect song. That sounds right. like a Shannon Amori song. <laughs> All right, so explain how we do the fortune okay, cookies.
0: So we toss the cookies in whatever way the prongs are facing. That one is yours. That one
2: is- That means that, that's your fortune.
0: I'm taking this one.
2: Yeah, we won't we won't read them the way Joe uh, had us do it on, on their yeah. show. We'll just do a normal <laughs> fortune cookie here. <laughs> You do have to listen to the show that he was on. I know.
0: It's so funny. He just funny. told me what episode it was oh.
2: the other day, and I, need, I, like I need to listen to it. All right. Shannon, what does yours say?
3: You will soon meet the person you admire.
2: Oh, oh. that's well, very cool. It, it could be us.
3: No. <laughs> I,
2: maybe it is. Yeah, maybe. I think so. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so weird. I got the same one.
0: Oh, mine. Well, there says, you go. Yours perfect. Is, yeah. <laughs> mine says good health will be yours for a long time. Are oh, you well, serious? Yeah. So oh, maybe that's... I'll get over this cold and we'll be good for
2: a while. And... An appointment with Shannon there, and you can start your path. Good go. for the cold. You know that would be a good <coughs> thing for you to do on the road with musicians, hmm. really, because you know musicians with their sleep and yeah. partying and everything else. Mm. This would be good.
0: My, I think my guys are going to be in for a weird awakening with me because I am not a partier. Oh, I, I <laughs>
2: it's think it's the they, lamest story I've ever been <laughs>
0: Jess, what does yours say?
2: Uh, mine says, before you can see the light, you have to deal with the darkness. Ooh. Oh, so. Interesting. Oh, but there is not, light. Not after sure about the that. <laughs> That's okay. The good news is there's light after the True. darkness True. all True. the time. Exactly. So Thank you so much for yes, the gifts, too. You. We're oh, so, so excited about this. Mint chocolate, Enjoy kiss them. tea, yeah, I can't and wait. flower power. I'm
3: a big tea drinker. I know. So i very Absolutely love it. And, then, <laughs> and it's loose tea. It's not already yeah, in bags
2: and I, and I love the containers and the yeah, labels they're, so they're just adorable these are great gifts too made in Michigan gifts so that's another Thanks. thing to yeah. add to you know um, and then the Etsy store again is
3: Dandelion Botanics okay and yep. that's
2: one way that they can find you and um, find some great products here to um, give out
0: excellent All right. Well you've got a big big night tonight and a big week this week with the Dick Wagner, remember a child memorial fund. So we will Oh, I hope you can come to that. Yeah, I'm hoping so too.
2: Yeah, I I I know you can't tonight, but um I hope you can come to that on Friday. That'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. So
0: anyway, it's all right. Happy hump day. And remember, sometimes your only available mode of transportation
2: is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith. Thanks for taking
0: a leap of faith.
1: at all those fancy clothes But these could keep us warm just like those What about your soul? Is it cold? Is it straight from the mold? And ready to be sold Cars and phones and diamond rings Bling, bling Those are only removable things about your mind doesn't shine, on? Oh. are there things that concern you more than your time? Gone going, gone everything, gone give a damn, gone be the birds when they don't want to sing, gone people, all awkward with their thing, gone. Get you out to make a deal You try to be appealing But you lose your appeal And what about those shoes you're in today They'll do no good On the bridges you burnt along the way Oh, you willing to sell anything Gone with your hurt Leave your footprints We'll shame them with our words Gone people All careless and consumed Gone, gone going Gone everything Gone give a damn Gone be the birds If they don't want to sing Gone people All awkward with their things Gone